Welcome to Weekly Grooves. My name is Tim Houlihan. And I'm Kurt Nelson. In the Weekly Grooves podcast, we take topics that are in the headlines from this week and talk about them through a behavioral lens. In other words, we're trying to get to the why we are experiencing the world in certain ways and what we can do about it. Yeah, and it's a weekly look at what's going on from a uniquely human and behavioral level. Okay, so what caught your attention that we should groove on this week, Tim? Corporate speak. Garbage language, double talk, acronyms, and I hear it all the time and it bugs me. And I saw this article by uh, Molly Young in Vulture this week and it just got me thinking. Okay, seems like you might have some passion on this. (laughs) I do. So let's talk about it. So what did Molly's article have to say? It's a terrific article in Vulture that there's a link in the show notes so everyone can read it. And she started out by complaining about uh, words that corporations are using that are not explicit. And she used an example of WeWork, that the application that they wrote for the Securities and Exchange Commission for their initial public offering, it described their company this way. I'm going to read this because it's so amazing. Okay. They said, we are a company committed to maximum global impact. Our mission is to elevate the world's consciousness. We have built a worldwide platform that supports growth, shared experiences, and true success. All right. That's so- we, That's WeWork. You know and what? WeWork is? They offer office space for small businesses. Well, it sounds awesome. No, I want to go work for this company because <laughs> they're they're committed to maximizing global impact and consciousness. And so the, it really the, doesn't mean crap, right? It doesn't. No. In the words of our president, it's bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. It really is. And so what the hell has that got to do with the company? What is, you know, why are they choosing those words? And I think that there is this growing problem, I will state it as a problem, that we are drawn psychologically to create these in-group, cool, I'm, I, I know the insider words, and I'm using the insider words, and then everybody's tr- going to have to try to figure it out. And that initially, that instantly creates an out-group. Of, okay. Oh, I don't understand what you're talking so about. So what are some of those words? What are some <laughs> of the words that just get your goat? <laughs> oh, I mean, I've got a long list. But <laughs> <laughs> how about, let's start with, can you parallel path this? Okay. Okay. Which what and what does that mean? It, you go down a parallel path. You do two things at once. What is it? Is it? is it two things at once? Does it mean creating two outcomes? I don't know exactly what it means. All right. Okay. How about it's a blue ocean project? Hey, I like blue ocean projects. Okay. Why? But you like it because you know the book, right? You read the blue ocean strategy book, and, and you're right. familiar with it, right? Right. Well, keep going. Keep going. We'll oh. come back to that. Okay. All right. Um, we can do this in a single digits. That's another one of mine. We can, All right. You know, we can, or um, we need more bandwidth to get that done. <laughs> okay. And uh, what's your takeaway from this? All right. Those are, oh man, it's like, really? And, and then Can't your acronyms. You love, you love the acronyms, oh. don't you? And, <laughs> any acronym that a company uses outside of their company should just be banned. Just like stop <laughs> using acronyms with people who aren't in the company. Okay. So I will take a contrarian view for on this a little bit because I believe that sometimes these words actually can be beneficial. And Mm -hmm. in this way, if people understand what blue ocean strategy means, which is going out and looking at the world and not necessarily focusing in on what my competition is doing, but looking at the opportunities so that we can start a new market and be first in market and not have to worry about competition. 
Blue Ocean strategy is an ability to say that in a much shorter, more concise way. As long as everybody has that's the understanding of that's what the that proviso. Means. As long as everybody has the common understanding, which is what language is all about, right? right? That's how we communicate. Is we have we have a common understanding of what these words that we're using mean. And so, in many instances, I think some of this language or jargon, as it gets labeled garbage language here, mm-hmm. can actually be beneficial. Now. I will take the element that the WeWork statement was a bunch of crap. Yeah, total. Where and that's the part that gets me. Where where people are using words, uh, particularly jargon words or long words that don't really have any meaning in them. They're just using them to sound smart. Right. Right. It, it's, that is annoying. Well, and why? Because it's psychologically exclusive. Mm. For, for, from my perspective, it is exclusive. And so if you don't know, then you feel foolish asking, well, oh, geez, I don't, I don't know if I understand. And everybody else seems to understand. No one else is raising their hand. So I guess, I, I guess the confusion's all on me. And, and I think that that's a problem, uh, you know, that, that that's not a good way of doing it. And also, these, these terms oftentimes lack clarity when you don't understand what blue ocean strategy is. If you don't have a full understanding of what that means, then it, it's not shorthand, it's just obfuscation. But for an organization, it also, uh, as as uh, Christina Bacchiari has talked about, language helps create culture. Yes. So you can yes. use that language specifically within an organization to build up your culture. And to a degree, yeah. you want to have an in-group feeling for a team or a division or an organization in and of itself. Good so point. it can be beneficial yeah. from that perspective. To your other point, though, understanding has to be shared. It has to be well understood and common, not somebody's interpretation over here and somebody else's interpretation over here. Right. So... And with that, we also know that language is constantly changing. Exactly. A great, great thing to bring up. Lila Gleitman, the great linguist uh, researcher, is would be the first to say language isn't static. Right. It's constantly changing, and that's and that's okay. I'm not I'm not here to say we always have to use the same words. By God, we're we're not talking like Shakespeare talked 500 years ago. Our English language has <laughs> thou has not shaken my confidence in. I will. I, don't le- I will leave you alone, Anon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look yonder, under. <laughs> it's all, it's always changing. That's totally fine. I'm not, I, I don't mean to be, you know, a Luddite. Uh, what concerns me about this is the exclusivity and the in-group, out-group kind of things. And you're right, there are benefits to it. And to your point of concern, there are pieces of this where it is used just to confuse and to yes. not ludicate anything. There, I used a big word, uh, and I don't even know if I, I used it correctly. I don't, I don't think so, but, but but yeah, it's obfuscation on, on one level, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's wrap this up quickly. So the idea of using unique language in a company or in an industry has lots of positive effects, right? Industries, even corporations, they need words to describe things to their constituents that are specific and unique to their situations. In a way, they can be inclusive and provide a shorthand, right, to people whose jobs really rely on the artifacts of those words. Yes. And there are other terms that are used in situations to create 
in-group and out-group experiences, Mm -hmm. especially when leaders deliver messages to their employees. If the employees don't fully understand what the leaders are saying, productivity will surely decrease. Yeah, or worse, like when leaders send a message that sounds insincere or hypocritical, the employees will suffer. Okay. So that wraps it up for this week's episode of Weekly Grooves as we discover the pros and cons of corporate garbage language through a behavioral lens. So please take a moment to let us know how you feel about this podcast as we're just getting going. You can contact us at Twitter, uh, What Motivates, and at T. Houlihan. Thanks and have a great week. 